You're listening to Cosplay Bites, the podcast that takes a closer look at the world of cosplay, conventions, and all the nerdy bits and bites. Brought to you by the Lightning Palace and proudly sponsored by Anchor. Join me as I discuss a variety of topics and conventions alongside the joy of bringing your favorite characters to life. Alright, hey, it's been a while everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show all about conventions, cosplay, and all the other nerdy bits and bites. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Um, I had to take the month of June off due to a lot of new life changes going on, uh, for example. Uh, mainly, I just moved into my first place, so I got a new setup with everything going on, and I had just didn't have it in me to uh, create new episodes for you guys. And another reason that goes into that is um, the fact that I've been having a lot of difficulty with getting new guests on for the show. Um, but before I dive into that a little further, um, just a little brief reminder for everybody that um, Cosplay Bites is the show all about the conventions and the cosplay hobbies and all the nerdy tangents that I tend to go on with my guests every now and then. Um, yeah, it's also available on your favorite podcasting platform. And just to start things off, I want to take a moment to thank my lovely uh, patrons over on Patreon that are still continuing to support me even with this little drought of content. So I've got on my list here, uh, Kendall, Nicole Marie Jean, Noah, Mink the Seder, Katyushka Moonfox, Oh My Sophie, Coralia Jade, and Shaylin. And with that, um, also, uh, I started up writing on my blog again after taking the month of May off. Right? Did I take May off? I did take May off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but throughout June and this month of July, you can catch up on features and struck first on, um, cosplayers such as, um, Fresh x Vincent Valentine, Holly Wolf's, uh, Zelda from the, the Wild sequel. We've got official goth Barbie as Trish from The Witcher, uh, Yaya Han, Springtime Bunny Camilla. And then there's Black Flame 16's uh, Tennis Princess Peach, Armored Heart Cosplay's Battle Elsa, and upcoming I have Katie Gray's um, Meowth Bikini Gajinka that she made, and a couple of others that I don't want to spoil for now. Um, so yeah, as I had mentioned earlier, um, one of the other reasons why there's been some kind of uh, content drought right now was basically I've been having a lot of difficulties on getting guests on for the show. Um, like I have a little planner schedule with uh, a list of people that have said they were on board to be on a future episode, but we've just never been able to narrow down a day to record. And I've always just felt bad in not wanting to, repeatedly asked them and sound like I was annoying or anything so it's more so like a little fear on my part in trying to get more people to come on the show but I do have a list of people and 
a lot of them are with the subject of being a long form interview. Um, not really about conventions itself, which we'll get on to in a second because that's actually the main topic or point of this episode. Um, but I just wanted to give you guys an update on where things are. Um, the blog is still going strong. And I am hopefully going to be having guests on throughout maybe this month and throughout the remaining months of the immediate future. And, um, yeah. So, PAX East was pretty much the last convention I went to before this um, COVID-19 pandemic kicked in. And honestly, since then, um, conventions left and right have been getting canceled. Uh, I feel like I've mentioned before in the past, um, but if I haven't, um, oops. <laughs> uh, E3 got canceled. San Diego Comic-Con got canceled. Um, both Colossal Con and Colossal Con East have been canceled. Uh, just like running down the list. Anime Expo got canceled. Uh, Dragon Con postponed. And I've been waiting to hear if New York Comic Con is going to get canceled, which seems to be an inevitability. Um, I did have plans for another event that same weekend. So while I did actually apply for a professional badge through the show, I haven't heard back from them yet. And I'm curious is to maybe that they're just waiting to see if this convention is even going to still happen. Because honestly... If I remember correctly, in years past, they would be selling tickets right about now. Like, they would be having a day where people could just register and um, pick up badges online. And I know that's always been an ideal uh, location um, or ideal uh, time frame. So... Yeah, I was, I was actually just, like, right now, just quickly typing in Comic-Con being canceled. And, um, yeah, it says that San Diego got canceled, but New York is still going on. Hang on, I'm actually just going to take a little peek here. Hmm. Yep, it's still, it's still happening. They're closely monitoring the situation, collaborating with the Javits Center, all guidelines by the CDC. In the event that, oh, this is interesting. In the event that NYCC is postponed, your badges will automatically transfer to the new date. If it's canceled, you'll get a full refund, no further action required. If it occurs to be planned in October, no refund policy stands. Yeah. I'm curious as to when the badges are going to go on sale. Hang on, I'm just like going through the uh, the notions over here. Announcements are coming. I mean, like I have an application sent for a professional badge. But yeah, there is just like, if I click on buy badges. Yeah, it just takes you to a newsletter sign up. Okay, so they haven't even announced when they're going to sell the badges. But like I mentioned earlier, uh, it's usually around like June or July that they actually go sell them, 
like the first wave of like people that were registered in the past. And then I think second wave would be maybe a month or two later, like as it's leading up to the con. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. But honestly, I would just be happy to find out that like if I didn't, if I wasn't able to go, but like I did get a professional badge, like that'd be pretty freaking sweet. Um, but yeah, like a lot of times you would notice in episodes past where I would just talk about a convention with a guest who had actually been there. Uh, like a lot of the planned episodes I have are long form interviews. Some of them are on certain topics, but there's really no like convention being a sole idea because it's pretty much not happening this year. So what I wanted to talk about was that when this pandemic uh, blows over and is finally dealt with, I wanted to take a moment to see how conventions might change functionality when it's all over. Like, I imagine more safety precautions in terms of, like, health-wise would be done. Um, Probably a lot more with, like, sanitation in certain areas. I know the people that were working PAX East... um, this year uh, did a phenomenal job in making sure like all the um, the rails were cleaned. Uh, the escalator ha- uh, rails were also cleaned up like bathrooms and other like tables and seating areas. They were like all made sure so that everyone wasn't going to be able to like get sick. Um, and I know attendees uh, also were wearing masks um, either like, the mask that you would see nowadays, like, in the general public, or they just happen to have a mask on as part of their outfit. Um, but what I've also seen is that to, like, alleviate this whole post, or, like, no physical convention happening, um, was that uh, conventions would be doing digital-only events. Um, I know there were certain, I think Anime Expo actually had what they called Anime Expo Light which consisted of, like, panels and, like, live stream events. Uh, I know, I I think it's happening within the next couple of weeks in July, because it's usually around this time frame that San Diego Comic-Con happens. But uh, this time around, it's going to happen online with several events, uh, or more so several publishers holding uh, their own events, detailing, like, their upcoming slate. Uh, I am aware that uh, DC Comics has their, what they call the DC Fandome online event that's coming up. Um, But that actually doesn't transfer over to just uh, the comic book industry and the convention industry, but also um, uh, offshoot over to the gaming world where companies, when they would have their major announcements during E3... They have been having more so like online direct styles, like how Nintendo used to be doing their conferences, which, fun fact, uh, they actually haven't done, or there isn't any plans to be doing a Nintendo Direct as of right now, although I keep seeing rumors of something happening sometime this month. But uh, you got companies like uh, Sony doing their state of plays, um, I think Microsoft has something coming up soon, I believe, or maybe it already happened. I don't remember. Uh, Ubisoft has their Ubisoft Forward event, 
which is all it was all like pre-recorded. So that's coming up, I believe, this coming week on the fifteenth, if I'm remembering correctly. But um, yeah, I've heard like um, Yaya Han has done panels for some of these conventions that have been converted to an online-only event. Um, even I was supposed to be part of an online-only convention that actually wasn't happening, which um, led to one of my past episodes being a panel idea that I had come up with. Um, but I think that digital conventions may become more of a thing even after the convent, even after the um, the pandemic is over with. Um, as a possible um, alternative for people that aren't able to come to the convention physically. Um, I know that BlizzCon kind of does this already with their uh, virtual ticket package where they get a bunch of like online goodies and I think maybe maybe some physical merchandise is mailed to them. Um but yeah, they get access to the convention uh, through live stream events on Twitch and other websites. Um, yeah, I think more of that will happen for other conventions. Um, well, depending on how well they're done the first time around. I know like this whole situation has turned everything on its head. Everyone either like, you know, you're working from home. Or you're just trying things out to best accommodate everyone that's interested in this kind of stuff. So I'm curious to see how like the DC fandom will be done. Uh, how San Diego Comic Con is going to present its uh, information to all the viewers out there. Um, I don't know if like Marvel is going to be announcing any of their upcoming movies. Because all of their current movies that still haven't been released have been pushed to a to-be-determined date. Um, yeah, I imagine maybe some cosplayers, like my friend Mink, um, maybe there will be some alternatives into having her submit panel ideas and do them online, um, just through streaming or through, like, um, tapping into, uh, the convention itself. Um... Probably, probably as it starts, like, I don't know if there will be conventions starting up, like, almost immediately after this thing blows over, because I imagine, I mean, it's tough to enforce, like, the whole social distancing six feet apart rule when you have literal crowds <laughs> crammed all together that just can't seem to give space to people, and... I had something, and then it just slipped away. Hmm. Yeah, it's the, um... You know, the live streaming, the live events, the panels. What was it? Did I lose it? Might have lost it, but, um... Oh, no, wait. Um, the other thing that, I mean... Some conventions have their fingers crossed that by next year the thing will be dealt with. For example, I mean, the only one I've seen so far is that um, <clears throat> uh, Katsukon just had their um, 
hotel block reservation um, day open up for 2021. Um, I'd love to go since I had to miss out last this year in favor of Pax Seat, which was honestly the best decision I ever made. But I mean, I'd love to try and go to next year just to see more of my friends because I feel like Capticon is a con where a lot of out of state people all congregate over on the East Coast. Um, but yeah, they just opened up their uh, reservations for hotels. And of course, I didn't get in on it because I'm still a little bit wary on how this will all play out. And I'm hoping that things will get better by then. But if things haven't, then I probably won't be too down about missing out on it. Uh, PAX East is a definite convention I would definitely return to. Uh, again, if they are willing to provide me with another media pass, because I know I had a lot of fun. I was able to churn out a lot of awesome content that I hope you all enjoyed. And, um, yeah. There's really not much else. I mean, aside from, like, convention going digital, um, people doing panels over the internet, um, I guess upping the sanitation efforts, which I mentioned back at PAX East. So, yeah, I think conventions are going to be changing a little bit once this pandemic is dealt with. Um, I'd like to hope that maybe by the end of the year it's all over with and I can have more episodes for you guys specifically tailored to certain conventions that my guests have been to. And, yeah, again, yeah, I'm just looking at the time right now. This is going to be a really short episode. So I hope you guys don't mind. Um... Oh, just reading a little bit of an, a little nice little tidbit here. Oh, future notice for other episodes. But I hope you guys understand um, the delay that I've had in making new content, both with my move and the constant worry that I have that I'm annoying my planned guests in trying to narrow down a solid date to record. Um, I hope that I'm able to get some new episodes for you guys this month. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one, uh, listening to me ramble on about certain things, um, certain uh, ways that I think the convention scene is going to be changing once this pandemic is over with. And, um, I mean, I've just been having, I've been playing Animal Crossing Mostly every day. Uh, that new Pokemon Cafe game is really cute. So I've been kind of enjoying that. But um, I guess I also get to look forward to the uh, new Paper Mario game that's coming out um, this coming Friday. Uh, I know that I personally skipped out on the last two. Because I've heard very mixed things about the franchise as a whole. So I'm hoping... I mean, I'm hyped for this, so I'm excited to play this, and hopefully I'll have a good time playing it, so you can obviously expect a review on that sometime in the next couple of months when I get the game. And, yeah, honestly, after that, there's not really much going on in the gaming world right now. I mean, gosh, maybe I'll get in on the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pass once the second part is out in the fall. Um, you got Cyberpunk coming out in November, 
if I'm right, which again, that was a game that recently got delayed again. Um, I definitely do want to try to check that out. Um, supposedly Bravely Default 2 is on track to release this year. Definitely a game I'm going to look out for. And, uh, yeah. That's pretty much all I got. Uh, hopefully my current situation will be a little bit better in terms of, uh, getting an AC unit because right now I am sitting here and I am sweating and dying. Like, I'm going to cool off after this. <laughs> but uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this little short mini episode. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, if you liked this, please subscribe and leave me a review. You can also uh, become a member of my Patreon. For, uh, free to view, but if you become a patron, I can send you some cute little goodies. Um, there's also the option of becoming a supporter directly on uh, Anchor through their website. Um, again, it would help me out a lot if you did to help try and make this kind of a slow growing reality. Cause I'd love to do like podcasting or being in the industry of like cosplaying conventions. Uh, that'd be a dream of mine to do this as a career. I'm, I'm being straight up honest. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Uh, hopefully I'll get a new episode out for you guys soon. And I hope you guys are staying well, staying healthy, and just doing what you have to do. So take care, and I will see you all on the next episode of Cosplay Bites. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to leave a review and feedback. You can also support the show through Anchor's listener support or on my Patreon, patreon.com slash lightningpalace. For more cosplay news and coverage, visit the Lightning Palace on Blogspot and follow Lightning Palace on Twitter and Instagram. See you all next time.